Hey everybody, thanks for tuning into another episode of Just Shayin. This is my seventh time to try to do this, and every time I said thanks for turning into. So don't turn into anything. Keep your eyes on the road. And if you're at work, pretend to keep your eyes on your work. But thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, I'm Shay, a three-winged two on the Enneagram that finds her home in Atlanta, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to create an ongoing conversation about the tensions of following Jesus in today's culture. Join me and many others as we have conversations that challenge and inspire us to follow Jesus in our day and age. This is Just Shayin'. Dude, there's so many topics that I really kind of wanted to talk about, and that I'm sad that I'm kind of delayed in letting this episode out, but you know, like I've been going back and forth with like, what do I talk about? Like there's lots of things happening globally. There's lots of issues that are being talked about. There's lots of decisions up in the air, if you know what I'm saying. And I'm not going to say it, but you know what I'm saying. That was all in one breath. And now I feel exhausted. Ah, oh, well. Um, yeah, so you literally have to be living under a rock to not know that there is some crazy stuff going on. Uh, 2020 is not exactly what we thought it would be. This we know, this we've talked about. Um, and so I just want to kind of dive in. Um, I don't even know what I'm diving into. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, I had two ideas of what I was going to talk about and, one of them was singleness, and, and just because I'm preparing for a message um, that a church is bringing me in to share about in the next couple of weeks, and this idea and this tension of I'm complete in God, but also this longing in my heart, uh, and I'm sure some of you are like, heck yeah, let's go there, and then the other topic was just the what in the world is going on, and where do I put my faith? Woo! Both of them are kind of cringy, but hey, let's just go in and see. I'm sure maybe they even kind of coincide together, singleness and faith. Um, And so I kind of just want to like talk and just kind of see what comes out. But I mean, obviously, I think that, you know, singleness is its own thing. And in the world in which we're living, it is kind of crazy. But yet my real question is, what are you anchored to? Where is your faith? And if your faith is in a political party, if your faith is in tangible people, then you've missed the point. Just maybe I should just leave it there. Um, It's something I've had to check in on. Let's just be honest. If you're breathing right now, you're probably sitting back going, yeah, I've had to check my heart as well. Um, Recently, I had a post and the post said, you know, God is not at war with your heart. God is not at war with your heart. God is actually at war for your heart. And there's a big difference there. Um, and, and many things could be the thing that God's at war at. But the truth is, God is after your heart. So in the middle of chaos, in the middle of the crazy, in the middle of what is going on, and where do I put my faith, and you know, all these prophetic people said this, and what do I do with that, and all of it, all of it. Um, the first thing I would say is that you probably need to turn your phone off 
when I say that, that doesn't mean do that right now, obviously, but maybe you need to get off social media. Maybe you need to stop watching the news. And I don't care what news you're watching. Maybe you don't even watch the news. Maybe you just look it up on Google. Um, Sometimes it is not a bad thing to give yourself a moment to breathe. And I think that's a lot of what we could do right now. I'm not saying don't pray. I'm not saying be silent. I'm saying a holy hush would not be a bad thing for the people of God. Okay, a holy hush. Hush yourself. You know that look when you're in the room and you were little and your mama was looking at you like, you better hush, girl. Maybe y'all's mama didn't do that. My mama sure did. I knew when she was looking at me like, Shay, baby, I'm going to need you to zippy la boca, shut your mouth for a second. I mean it in love, but I'm going to need you to to be quiet, you know, because you don't know what you're saying, Okay. And that goes, that is not a political stance. That is literally the word of God. Hush. That's what I would say. I got really loud and I apologize. Um, It's not because I think silence, you know, is like what the ultimate goal is. But what I do know is, is that we need his heart. His heart has to be the ultimate goal. His heart has to be the ultimate goal, y'all. I said goal. Goal. His heart has to be the ultimate goal. And most of the time, in order to get his heart, we need to say bye. We need to say bye to some stuff in order to get his heart, to get his perspective. And so, you know, I've been been really focusing in, not because of elections, not even because of COVID, but because the the simplicity of a Christian life is a prayer life. And I'm finding, y'all, that somewhere along the way, Shay just thought she could just converse with Abba and forget that she had to actually get on her face and pray. Maybe y'all didn't forget that. Um, But it's just been a fresh reminder for me lately that I need to actually pray. And I don't just mean, hey, Father, how are you doing today? Hey, Father, um, what should we do today? Like, that is beautiful. And covenantal conversation is one of my favorite things with the Father. The fact that we can even do that with God is a gift. Most religions, if you look at them, they don't offer relationship. It only offers rules and regulations. So the idea and the fact and the truth that I actually get to talk to Abba as a friend, sign me up 50 times over. That alone in itself is worth saying yes to Christ. The other side of that is that in Matthew 7, 7, it says, what is effective prayer? It says to ask, to seek, and to knock, which none of these are passive, y'all. None of these are passive. This is a tangent. I wasn't even trying to talk about this, but it's just what's in my spirit. It's what's in my spirit. It's what's going on in the middle of the crazy is what is God, like, where do we put our faith means if I don't know where to put that, it means that I need to, I need to ask first. I need to ask. I need to approach the throne of God and ask, where is my faith? Where do I put my faith? Where are you asking me to put my faith? And what's just chaos? What's the news? What's pressure? What's social? What's pressure? Y'all, there is pressure everywhere. And if for one second, if you give into it, you'll feel overwhelmed. So I want to invite us into 
Praying effectively. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. I am not saying go to God with all your best ideas and shake heaven with it. I'm saying you get alone with the Father. You get his heart. Get his heart. And that's the place you pray from. You you pray from a place of his heart. You know, I'm often reminded lately in, in like the last month and of the Lord's prayer, which we, y'all, that ain't the Lord's prayer. The Lord prayed it, but he was teaching his disciples how to pray. And can we just go ahead and remind our souls that the disciples had been following Jesus at that point. They had seen him turn water into wine. They had seen him do crazy stuff, you know, and then we, we see the Beatitudes and he shared about this is what my kingdom is. And this is, you know, this is the narrow road and this is effective prayer and all of these things. Like he's teaching them through experience and through like actual teaching. And they still look at him and they say, teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. I think that this would be a great moment for the church to go teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. I am not saying we have killed it and we have not nailed it. I'm not even saying we've got it all wrong either. So please hear my heart. I'm not one side or the other. My heart is how does Shay grow? Where does Shay put her faith? You know, I'm not putting it in a politician. I'm not putting it in something fleeting and tangible on this earth. My hope is in Jesus Christ. My hope is in eternity in my question is, where do I put my faith? And if my faith is so shaken, it's probably because I haven't, like I've lost him along the way. He hasn't lost you. Don't get crazy. But maybe you have lost sight of him. Maybe you have lost sight of him. And so I want to invite us back in to this, teach us how to pray and not just have a conversation with you. Like, even though that's amazing and I'm all about that. I also want to get our attention on, hey, hey, you need to pray. You need to pray and be intimate with the Father. You need to be intimate with the Father. You need to get his heart and start asking questions. You need to get his heart and start seeking for more of it. You need to knock until the doors open. And I'm not saying knock for just your will. I'm not saying that. I am saying when we say the Lord's Prayer, I love the Lord's Prayer. Again, it's really our prayer, but it's cool. We're going to call it what they do. So it's called the Lord's Prayer. But our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So my thing with this, and there's lots I could say, is thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. If I'm praying that, and if you're praying, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, that means your kingdom has to go. Because two kingdoms can't happen. Can only be one kingdom. Can only be one kingdom. When we're praying, God, your will be done, not my will. When Jesus cried out, may this cup pass you know, before me. And then he said, but your will be done. Not my will, but your will. Like, Hello, like our your kingdom come, our kingdom has to go. Your kingdom come, our kingdom has to go. And so I want to call t- 
to us. I want to provoke us to pray. I am not saying pray what you think should happen. I'm saying get the heart of the Father. Get along with Him and pray and pray for His will to be done. I am not just referring to an election. I'm not referring to Corona. I'm not referring to any of the tangible things that you are like, oh, she's talking about that. I'm actually not. There is plenty. There is plenty that this could be referencing. Things that you don't even know are happening across the globe. But the truth is, I'm just calling us to pray. And not just casual prayers. Like, oh, you know, God really convicted me when I was like, you know, like I just trust God. There was this beautiful aspect to that. Like, I do trust him, but there's also this very, like, passive, aggressive, like, heart posture behind it of, like, I don't know how to pray, so I'm not going to. I trust God. It sounds very, like, humble, but the truth is I wasn't trying to be humble. The truth is is I don't know your heart. I haven't, like, put myself away for a second to actually get your heart. The truth is is that I, I don't know how to pray because I'm not really being intimate with you. And I'm scared to pray one way or the other because I'm not sure what's going on. And I trust God. And it looks so humble. It looks beautiful. And the truth is, I do trust God. But there's this other side where God's like, are you going to ask me how to pray? Are you going to ask me where my heart is? Are you going to ask me where to put your faith? And that's a bigger question for the church. That's a bigger question for you and for me. So where do we put our faith? We put our faith where the Father's telling us to put our faith. The thing that makes us upset about that is that he may be saying something else to somebody, not the same thing that he's saying to you. Again, not political. This is literally seasons that Christians go through. You know, my roommates are not in the same season as me. Um, The body of Christ may not even be in the same season as me. Prophets of God may not even be in the same season as me. You know, but I am responsible for my relationship with Christ the same way you're responsible for your relationship with Christ. And that doesn't mean you have to get on Facebook and tell everybody your opinion. I'm going to set you free. You don't have to. There is no pressure. Please don't feel like you have to. I'm getting real crazy, y'all. And this is why I was like, I probably shouldn't even do a podcast. But the truth is, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. So I kind of want to break this idea down that, you know, like I love, I love conversations with the father. I love asking him what he wants me to do with my day. I love talking to him about the people I love. I love talking to him about the things that he's put in my heart. But when's the last time you actually like stilled yourself, gotten really still with the father and you said, God, what's on your heart and how can I pray with you? Not, hey, God, here's my laundry list of I need this done, this done, this done, this done. But actually, God, hey, what's on your heart? Should we, play, should we pray for the Congo today? Okay, great. Let's do that. Like, when's the last time we did that instead of bringing our list of needs to the Father? If we read our Bible, we'd know that He actually knows what we need before we even talk to Him about it. He knows our needs. He knows our needs. So with the crazy that's going on in the world, and trust me, it's way beyond America. It's way beyond political stuff. Like there's so much going on. The father is not scared to talk about hard issues. The father is not intimidated by your emotions. The father is not running away from like conflict. Like He's not running away like some people are right now. 
Yeah, he's not. He actually is like, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about this thing. Let's work this thing out. And guess what, Shay? You're going to have to yield to my kingdom. I'm not, you're not shaping me. I'm shaping you. Why do we pray? So that Shay can be shaped like him. So Shay can look like him. So Shay can take on the image of Christ. I don't pray so that I can twist God's arm. I don't pray so that I can tell God what to do. I pray so that I look like him. And the more I pray, the more I look like him. It's really easy. It's really easy. And I know that it's swirly out there. And I know in the church, it just seems more divided than even the world right now. Like genuinely. And that breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to know that there's so much division. So I want to call us back. I want to call you back. And I'm calling myself back to the basic of prayer. The basic of prayer. I'm calling us back to pray instead of post. I'm calling us back to converse and contend for God's kingdom and not our own. I'm asking that God's influence be bigger than my own. I'm asking that the intimacy with the Father in my life and your life would increase regardless of what's going on. I want to put my faith in Christ, in Christ alone. I'm called to be obedient. I am not called to the outcomes of whatever's on the other side. I am not called to outcomes. I'm called to obey. I'm called to obey. If you love him, you will obey him. And I know it's getting really swirly with like other believers But please, don't try to pick anybody apart right now. Get your heart straight. Make sure you are in open communication with the Father and intimacy. Make sure you are running towards Him and not away from Him. That is what I want to talk about. (laughs) Because in the midst of all the stuff I could talk about, I really feel like that is what's needed the most. It's prayer. It's prayer. Somebody posted the other day, I think it was Jackie Hill Perry, and she said, the fruit that we're seeing globally is the fruit of a prayer. It's a lack of prayer, basically, in in our church. And again, it doesn't mean you're going to see eye to eye with every person in the church. You're not. You're not. Regardless if you are blue or red or green or yellow or purple, like there's not going to be one person. There's not going to be one person. And that's a beautiful thing. And I know it doesn't feel beautiful. And I know people get shamed for that. But it's actually a beautiful thing. If we would pray and we would get God's heart and we were able to have conversations, that would be a beautiful thing. I am not saying this is easy. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be sad. I'm saying we have got to run to the feet of Jesus in all of this. We have to go, I am anchored in God no matter what. I am running to the Father no matter what. I am doing my part to get His heart and His kingdom come and my kingdom leave. Your kingdom come, my kingdom go. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not Shay's will. Y'all, I think my will would be so awesome. And he often reminds me that it's not even compared, it's not even to be compared to what he has a heart for in this nation, what he has a heart for 
in the nations of the earth. So would you just remind yourself today that I know it's probably crazy out there, and I know you could be in all of the fields, and I'm not saying run from those fields, but I am saying make sure those fields are anchored today. Like, don't get swallowed up in the swirl. Don't get swallowed up in the swirl. Come to him, all who are weary and heavy burdened. See, when we're like super overwhelmed, we want to go like veg out and like watch Netflix and eat a pint of ice cream. I just said it, y'all. That's what I like. I like me some ice cream. But if we read that verse, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened. It doesn't say sit in your living room and wait for me to come to you. It says come to me. So I'm asking us, I'm asking you that you would come to him. And that you would unload all your heaviness, all your sadness, all your confusion, all your disappointment. Throw it on him. Get close to him. Get his heart. Get his heart. Get his heart and say, God, your kingdom come. Your will be done. And saying, I do trust you from a pure heart, not a scared heart. We've got to remember to pray in faith and not in fear. Yeah, and so I am encouraged, even though it's chaotic, I'm encouraged that God is on the move. God is on the move. God is on the move, and so I'm asking you, I'm asking you to pray. I'm asking you to get his heart. I'm asking you to seek him. I'm asking you to knock and keep knocking, keep knocking for him to come. Keep being active in this thing. Don't get passive. Be active. Be a disciple of Christ and ask him to come. And more than anything, the first thing the enemy wants to steal is your joy. It's the first thing we lose when we leave this. Like when we walk out of a church or we walk out of being with king, kingdom friends or whatever, the first thing to go typically is, is joy. Because we realize, wait, like I'm alone and who's, who's with me now? And we get all crazy, y'all. We get all insecure and we get all weird. And the truth is, is that the joy of the Lord is your strength today and every day and every hour and every minute. So I'm asking that you would find your joy today. And if you don't know how to find it, just ask, God, will you, will you help me be joyful today? Will you remind me that it's your joy that makes me strong? It's, it's your joy of the Lord is my strength. And will you just show me today, God? Show me and and cause me to be joyful. Cause me. In the midst of the crazy, would you just anchor me in your joy? Would you so set my eyes on eternity? And would you just meet me right where I'm at? Help me to love my neighbors. Help me to have the hard conversations if I need to. Help me to, to shut up the swirl and just sit with you. So God, I thank you for every listener. And I do pray that the joy of the Lord would be their strength today. I do pray that you would find in the midst of the crazy and the theories and the this and the that and all the things all over the world that you would find your church still before your feet and not caught up in the swirl. 